right, I, I haven't got time to mark this motherfucker. Here we go again. We can't hear anybody. Nobody can talk to anybody. You guessed it, Pressure Points, with your two favorite hosts, I'm D, and this is my Aggie Devil Boy, AJ. We're coming at you with Season 6, Episode 13, The Typhus Boys Take on the Reich. It's another World War II episode, so you know it's AJ's. Find us on Instagram, at Pressure and get let's get ready, baby. Well, turn the fucking thing off, you dumbass. I am an egg boy. I've eaten so many eggs today. An, an eggy devil boy. You know the worst part? What? My girlfriend's family didn't have any deviled eggs there. What the fuck is their problem? They just hate Jesus Christ coming back from wow. the Wow. Happy zombie day. Some Christians. To be fair, neither of her parents are Christians now, uh, and yeah, <laughs> nobody else brought anything Wow, else, well, so. it doesn't matter what they believe, because Jesus Christ exists and loves them. Yeah, and he laid tons of eggs while he was definitely <laughs> He laid alive. a lot of eggs. <laughs> I've eaten so many eggs. Deviled eggs, hard-boiled eggs, peanut butter eggs, and they are sloshing in my stomach. <laughs> All of the, so... Uh, on Saturday night, AJ was like, hey, uh, you want to come up and help me make deviled eggs? And I was like, I've never done it, but I fuck with them. So, yeah, I'll help you out. So we go upstairs. We have a little smoke sesh about it and uh, made some amazing deviled they, eggs. They turned out really good. Um, Because I fuck with mustard and eggs just as a whole, like there was so much of the like yolk stuff left i don't know what the fuck the devil yeah it's <laughs> the know. deviled part it's the the yolk with all the ingredients yeah, in so it. i was just like oh this is so good as a fucking dip and it was it was it was, it was so, so good, good just on like a potato chip i, I ate so, so much Pure of it cholesterol and bro my tummy was giving me problems <laughs> that <laughs> night i was sitting dude. there i was like Oh, I think I had like twenty fucking egg yeah, yolks. Oh dude, my god! You just had pure egg yolks mixed with peppers and jalapenos <laughs> and smoked herbs, <laughs> fucking bacon and bacon. A lot of mustard oh mayo. It was You're, it was so bad oh. for my insides, but it was so good for my tongue. Exactly. Which good is for your how brain. I live my life. <laughs> yeah, same. That's why I look the way I do. Mm-hmm. And man, no, they turn out really good. I so good. I was able to get away with having. Basically, the leftovers at each family party. So oh, I like, let everybody have, you know, what they wanted to try. Do you have any leftover deviled eggs? Nope. You bitch! They were <laughs> gone. I don't blame. I don't blame anyone for eating those. No, there there are a couple egg aficionados in my family. A couple other uh, egg boys. <laughs> Me. <laughs> Cuckoo kachu. Yeah. Oh shit! I'm a slut for for anything egg. Oh, same. Send us your best egg recipe, please. Anything egg? Yeah, I'll, I I don't even care. I love eggs so much. Yeah. Jesus, same. I, except like raw in a glass. I'll have raw slightly cooked out of a pan because I'm too lazy to cook it all the way. But just not in like a glass. I wouldn't drink an egg. I would actually. <laughs> I put it in protein shakes before. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> just thinking that actually sounds really good. good. Yeah, in a shake. <laughs> Hold on. I was just gonna clarify. There's an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. Where it's like the raw egg with vodka and hot sauce and pepper and like spices and that sounds good. And we had fucking eggnog. That's different. Oh, I'm just okay. talking about like right. just a crack an egg yeah, in a glass and drink that's it. That's fair. I'm good. I don't think I would fuck with that. So like I'm not like 
yeah, I'll just drink one out of a glass for breakfast in the morning. Yeah. I'm okay there. But but I every other way. Every eggs, literally yeah. every other way. I will I, I will fuck eggs. an egg. I mean fuck with an egg. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah, so you had a good Jesus day? Yeah, zombie Jesus day was okay. Yeah, I went to the in laws. Yeah. 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 Just hung out, took it easy. Ate way too fucking much. Hell yeah. But and I still haven't taken my like post holiday dinner nap. Oh, but yeah. I'm not like terribly tired. Luckily. You're not, not, not yet. Yeah, yeah. I've got a clinical bright and early in the oh. morning, so that hey, that after dinner nap that I also haven't taken is gonna, gonna s- just right stretch into <laughs> just sleeping for yeah, the night. That's fair. So I gotta enjoy enjoy being up for a minute at least. Yeah. But you know, it, it was a good one. Yeah. We only have one young child in my family, and it's my nephew. So we got to watch him at two different places. I got to hide eggs. I took 400 pictures of him this weekend. Like literally 400? Yeah, literally four. Because I had my camera on burst mode. So like oh, okay. I three like, quarters of them are blurry, I'm it's like, sure. Okay, like taking like 40 pictures of your nephew over like it's, a day uh, Hold on. Is also, cute, let me clarify. But like 400 is like. It's two days. I, I saw him yesterday <laughs> as well. It was just like 400 is a little obsessive. I, I it's think also we need for his mother. His mother takes a lot of pictures. So it's just like it was for four hundred is a lot of pictures. Of I, I like kid. to I like to say his mother, not my sister. It's fair. That's <laughs> it's, it's better that way. But you know what? Some of them turned out really cute, and Good. yeah, it was it was nice. It was nice to see everybody. I haven't seen family in a hot minute. Yeah. Like the the extendeds, and they're doing all right. They mellowed with age. <laughs> You know, that's fair. You feel that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely feel that. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. So, Next year, I'm going to convince your mom to smoke weed. No. She, she hasn't mellowed that much. Yeah, we'll see. Doubt it. I bet I could get your dad, though. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, he kind of seems like the, the kind who would have back in the day. I don't doubt that he has tried alcohol. Hell yeah. But. He was also like a complete bitch when he was in high school. Oh, never mind. So I'm like, eh, I don't mm. think so. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe when my mom croaks. The spike is when one of them the... when one of them dies, the other will end up kind of cool. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> now just but just yeah. spike the punch bowl at a family party. Yeah. Oh, dude, fuck. That would be really bad for my alcoholic uncle. So. Well, make sure he's not there. <laughs> my my already recovering alcoholic. Yeah, uncle. recovering alcoholic uncle. <laughs> well, yeah. Tell no, don't tell him. Just I'd be like, sure just he's not don't there. drink this punch. Yeah, and I'm sure he'd be like, okay. No, but just yeah. just go around with a syringe, putting it in everybody's individual glasses. <laughs> that won't look suspicious thing, at yeah. all. Like this is the just at the dinner just, table. Uh, just... <laughs> Sugar water. Yeah, I'm just sweetening it up. Dad, I know you got diabetes, but just give it a <laughs> shot anyway. <laughs> oh, speaking of diabetes, I went to two Easter's today, oh, and yeah, you, yeah you, you stole my joke you before we even started recording. On, man. Like I'm gonna, I'm in a diabetic coma. Well, at least you'll be at the hospital tomorrow. Yeah, I'll working, be set. So they'll just fucking, they'll check you in right there. Easy peasy. Easy. It's perfect. <laughs> All right, well. All right, I guess we should it, yeah. stop shooting the shit. I'm yeah. tired. What you got? What you got? Dang, that lasted night? seven minutes. I mean, Not it's better bad. than fucking 19. No, I like those. Those are fun. That's fair. So, Typhus Boys, take on the Reich. I have briefly mentioned this story like two seasons ago, and I uh, spoiled it, kind of. I was mixing two stories in my head. 
one that we have done and one that we haven't, and I mixed them up in my head. Ah, that's fair. I mean, and made them one story, and I waited long enough (laughs) so that nobody would remember. Did you do a full episode on it and fucked it up? No, no. I I just just mentioned mentioned it. it. I mentioned it was like, yeah, I talked about this where they did this, this, and this, and like we talked about one of the things and the two things were from a different story entirely. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes it's hard to get this shit straight. History's hard. I, I talked that's about why, this recently. That's why we do it for you. Yeah, exactly. I talked about it recently where I love stories like the the stories of just regular people doing what they can. Yeah. And it's so it's very inspiring. It's very like, all right, maybe if some horrible catastrophe happens, maybe we could, you know, do something beneficial. Yeah. Even if it's something small. Because a lot of people did that shit and nobody knew about it. Um, also, uh, I'm going to go on a brief tangent already. Haven't even started the episode. I'm doing an, I'm, I'm putting together an episode that I'm doing the most research I've ever done before. Really? Because this person does not have a Wikipedia page <laughs> at all. <laughs> He's mentioned in a different one because oh, so he was a him professor. Two, two additional links. Damn, you're going crazy. More. <laughs> I found him in an EPA Superfund cleanup site documentation what the fuck okay and he, he was a university professor and i don't want to spoil anything yeah, don't tell anything but else. let's just let's just say it, it has to do with refining some type of r- r- irradiated rock in his basement Conte, i know exactly who you're and talking it's about. so good. i i told you yeah. about it a little bit earlier no, I've, I've seen an article on it recently i know what you're talking no. about no yeah he's not got uh he doesn't have any articles out he's not got a he's not even on wikipedia it's not that it's i'll tell you after it's, i'll show you what i have uh, yeah you might have. because i was like oh yeah that sounds kind of like a pressure points episode yeah I we think I know what you're talking I might be creating about, yeah. a Wikipedia art or a account it. just to yeah. make him a page. But now you've but, spoiled it because now everybody's going to find him looking for him. But let's just say I don't have any time to do that, so I probably won't do it. Well, that's fine. Yeah, but... Do it between the... Fun. Do it during the mid-season break. The NMA. The The mid-season break is going to be... I'm still going to be doing my capstone. Well, that's fine. Do it Do it while you're doing your capstone. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Just, yeah. Nobody gives around. a fuck at hospitals. Yeah. If somebody's working on someone that, something else. You know, the capstone is I have to do everything. <laughs> the no. nurse follows me. No, that's that's not how that works. Trust me. You're I've right. Done it. Yeah, yeah. You've done you've done your capstone. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I almost got my RN, and then just before the test, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'll just go become a doctor. I was like, you know, I nah, I'm not gonna get certified for this bullshit. Yeah, this and is I just quit. Heck. I was like, yeah. fuck it. You you quit because they were gonna force you to get a proven and tested vaccine. No. Oh. <laughs> it's because the uh, the person at the testing door was an amputee, and they were like, oh, shake my hand. Yeah, I was like, with nah, the stub. I don't need my RN. Fuck that. Fuck I'm that. Out. I'm good. <laughs> That's more realistic. All right, so. We're going to talk about jail fever or typhus. Okay. I talk about typhus typhus on my World War II episodes because the Nazis were afraid of it. And I just wanted to go into that concept a little bit more. Jail fever? It was like, called is jail that like the fever. opposite of cabin fever? It's like, not the opposite. The same, it's just a different it's location. Like the same thing, just in a different... Just different location. In the penal system. In the in the penis system, yeah. So it's, a, it's an infectious bacterial disease. It's vector-borne, which means it's... Uh, found on in fleas and lice which travel on 
you know, me. like rats. Yeah, me <laughs> and rats and people. And, you know, so therefore it's super common in poor sanitary conditions. Oh, fuck. And it, yeah. And it used to be real, like much more common than it is today. I think since the 70s, there's only been like 40 cases in the U.S. Like it, it's been cut down a lot because of sanitation. <laughs> the way that you say it, it makes it sound like it's uh, a real, like, actual disease form of Stockholm Syndrome, but for prisons. <laughs> Jail fever. I, well, I haven't told you the symptoms yet. <laughs> I know, I'm just like, I fuck with this. Uh, it's also really common during famines and war. Okay, makes and sense. it, it's, it, it, there's not really, a, there's not a, there's a vaccine for it. It doesn't prevent it, it just makes you die from it less. Okay. And so, and it's not very effective. And it it used to be, you know, if you go back a hundred years, people were a lot more worried about diseases than we are now. Yeah. Which is a huge issue. Because there were so fucking many. We should still be worried about these yeah. diseases. <laughs> I think the last couple of years have proven we are not yeah. prepared for a resurgence 100%. of any of these diseases. Like, yeah, let's bring cholera back. <laughs> like, society would crumble. Yeah, blame Gwyneth fucking Paltrow for that. Her... For cholera? No, for oh, people oh. not getting fucking vaccines and yeah, shit. Fuck for that smallpox coming back. Fuck that and pretentious asshole. Kids with polio again. I don't know about that one. But I don't know about that one. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's coming back with polio. But there's a chance. Fuck you if you don't get a vaccine. Seriously. And, you know, as, as the name you know suggests, super common in old prison systems and POW camps and shit like that. So Day, the symptoms... Daycares. Yeah, actually, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> One to two weeks after exposure, you start to get a little fever, kind of like you're having a flu. Okay. So no, nothing too bad. About five to nine days later, this has now been Damn. You know, about three weeks of being sick, Oof. you get a rash that starts on the trunk and spreads to the extremities, but it usually doesn't go on the palms of the hand like, or the face. Okay, when you say trunk, like... Trunk is the like core the, of the oh, body, okay. like the trunk like it, of the body. Like you get fucking cheek sores it's like damn no no it, okay. it usually avoids the face no 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 i was saying butt cheek sores oh like the trunk you got a lot no, of junk no, in that oh, trunk oh, oh, that jesus trunk. christ AJ. i did not get that Fuck at sakes. all the trunk you like stop doing so much homework trunk. you fucking nerd uh, i'm sorry dude we've got finals this week fucking oh, the trunk is your chest mm, yeah Fuck off. it is <laughs> And so you start getting this terrible itchy rash that if you itch it, it gets, you know, open sores, it can get infected, it can ooze and push. Okay, real quick. Yeah. I have a video I have to show you. Okay. After this. After everything. Okay. Remind me after. I will. It's just fresh on my mind. It's of a guy that breaks his ankle and it's basically his foot disconnecting from his fucking body. Nice. Yeah, it's fucked. Hey, everybody. I'll, I'll pull it. I'll pause, show it to you, yeah. Pause the podcast, everybody, and go look up this video. Just Google those <laughs> I'll words. see if I can find it, yeah. Okay, so it gets worse. A couple days later, if it's not treated, it basically spreads to the brain. Okay. Where you start to get photophobia, so light sensitivity, delirium, which then leads into coma, which then leads to death. Damn. So it, it's it's really serious, yeah, especially gets... before the advent of like and antibiotics. How long, how long from the rash to that? A couple like... of days. Oh, 
That's quick. Depends on your immune system, but by this point, you're shot. Yeah. Like, I mean, you've got a bunch of fucking open wounds on your body. Yeah, yeah. you you've your, been fighting it off for so long. Your immune system is a little a little preoccupied yeah. at this point. It it was first described. The earliest clear description of this was in 1489 in the War of Granada. Granada, Granada, Gr- Gran- that sounds Grenada, Grenada, sure, Grenada, Grenada. I don't know. Grenadine. It's, so there was a siege in which the Spaniards lost 3,000 soldiers to fighting. Uh, they also lost 17,000 to typhus alone. Jesus. It, it's really bad in war. Like, Fuck. It's, and it's very deadly before you have doxycycline. I found it. You found it? All right, save it. So you know, you know Napoleon, the Frenchman? Uh, With a huge yeah. penis. Sorry, I was just making sure it said that it had been removed, and I was like, "Is the video still there?" And it is. Okay, okay good. Uh, yeah, so Napoleon, yeah. the guy with who invented the good three, old boner parts. Yeah, yeah. and he, he invented the three layer ice cream, <laughs> Napoleon ice cream. <laughs> the real, uh, the we, best LGBTQ flag ever, <laughs> dude. <laughs> that's my LGBTQ flag. <laughs> It's for fat fucks. Yeah, that's the, that's the F in LGBTQF. <laughs> yeah, that's the fat, fat guy flag. Hell yeah. <laughs> Dude, we're too tired for this. Nobody else is going to laugh I at know, this shit. I know. They're like, fuck you guys. <laughs> they're going, this community's <laughs> going through shit. You guys are laughing about it. <clears throat> sorry. Uh, I'm sorry about that. So when they retreated from Moscow, when they were doing that whole thing, they lost more soldiers to typhus than to the Russians shooting Jesus. them in the back. And this is of the seventeen, like the thousand, the seventeen thousand. No, no, th- this is a different. This one. is that, another those are Spaniards. Holy shit! Those, that that was yeah, yeah, totally a couple different. hundred years earlier, okay. but just showing the. Okay, eighteen sixteen. Ireland's hit by a famine caused by an event that I didn't know existed called the Year Without Summer, ah. where worldwide temperatures dropped an average of one degree. That sounds like which led to a famine. That. It was actually caused by a volcanic winter. There were two huh. volcanoes that exploded, and it dropped the temperature. Uh, again, let me reiterate. One degree. Yeah, one degree will cause a fucking famine. That's and how serious. A, a famine across Europe, but especially hit Ireland because everything Damn. about Ireland. That's just fucked. I mean, when the UK is controlling it, yeah. Or when London's controlling it, you know. Yeah. But they it caused the year without summer, which led to a three-year famine that killed 100,000 people, many of those deaths related to typhus. You said 1816? 1816. Uh, a lot of those famines and everything. I mean, mind you, not this event specifically, but those famines that the Irish were going through is what caused a huge influx of Irish immigrants into the U.S., which I talked about Whoa. in season three uh, the New York draft riots. Check that yeah. one out. Uh, Call I don't back. know the exact episode, but <laughs> stuff like that. Like, imagine, like, that's a really solid preface to that episode. Yeah. Uh, it gives a little, yeah, little bit of background. That many people are fucking dying from this shit. And the famine was that bad that people were like, I have to live. I have to fucking move Leave across the, the Atlantic country. Ocean. Yeah. And and there was a lot of racism against the Irish, especially in Ireland, against yeah. their you know colonial imperialist masters and all this shit. Then during you know the the Great Potato Famine, yeah, yeah, huge amount of deaths were caused by typhus. Majority of those I'm deaths sure. were caused by typhus because as soon as people start to starve, their immune systems shut down. Yeah. 
you know, they just can't work I as mean, well. You don't have not you don't have the energy to like clean nearly as much as you used that to. Too, yeah. Things get more dirty. Your body doesn't fucking fight off. Yeah, I mean, you have to leave well. your home and travel to a city maybe to try to find work or food or yeah. anything, and that yeah, yeah get it causes all sorts of quick. shit. In, Damn. in World War One, one hundred and fifty thousand people died in Serbia alone from typhus. I just God threw damn. that in because Serbia throwback. Yeah. Fuck them Serbs. <laughs> but there were Throw, over f- throwback to next week when it's gonna get really real. Yeah, uh, four million cases of typhus in Serbia during World War One alone. Jesus. It, it <clears throat> on the Western Front, they kind of they understood typhus a little bit more and they set up like delousing stations and it really helps control the spread but on the eastern front they didn't do any of that shit and it was it ravaged the trenches fuck Um, that was world war one that was world war one okay russia during their civil war during that kind of world war one and a little bit after time period lost two to three million people fucking russia from a typhus epidemic. God when damn. yeah, when it was the Red Army versus the White Army, and was, yeah, holy shit! And, and the fact that they had to hyphenate two to three million because they just didn't know God because damn. so many people died. Yeah, it's crazy. And yeah, as I was saying, it's it's super common in POW camps, concentration camps. Uh, you know, it killed hundreds of thousands of people in concentration camps, if not more, including. Uh, two young women called Anne and Margaret Frank. Margaret. Mar- Margaret. Margot. Margot Frank. It killed Anne Frank. <laughs> Fuck, I didn't know that. Like, it it fucked this shit. Like, uh, it fucked famous, everything up. Famous lesbian Anne Frank, yeah. by the way. Famous if masturbator. You're a, if you're upset that Anne Frank might have had feelings for one of her female friends, fucking deal with it. She also wrote about jerking off, so yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Let's just censor that fuck, book. Fuck it. Fuck her dad for censoring the part about his prepubescent daughter, barely pubescent daughter jerking off sometimes. Fucking baby. Yeah. But <laughs> the Nazis were terrified of it. There was a slight genetic predisposition that people of Germanic descent are slightly more uh, likely to die from typhus. Really? Yeah. It turns out Jesus. there is a genetic predisposition for it, which was interesting because they were like, ah, oh, we're the master race. Yeah, we're the best. German engineering Direct, its finest, yeah. except for when it comes to their biology. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so they, the Nazis, because they knew they had experience with it from World War One, they knew it would become an issue. They set up. They were smart. They were like, okay, at the time, the, the way to diagnose typhus, you could kind of diagnose it early. Just when you're getting those flu-like symptoms, you draw a little blood, and you do the Veal-Felix test. He makes a blood sample with some proteus bacteria. Then you heat it up, and if it clumps or goes cloudy, then the patient has typhus. Okay, so what they do in the thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, actually, yeah. (laughs) Pretty close. The proteus bacteria is... I I don't want to go all into this, but basically, if you are fighting off typhus and your blood mixes with the proteus, your and the the white blood cells in your blood react to the proteus 
in the same way that they would react to the typhus. So okay. it's like if you already have it, they're on high alert. Yeah. So they'll go and attack it quickly. Whereas if you didn't, if you weren't exposed to it, I mean, those white blood cells are in a blood sample. They're not going to really do anything. Yeah, unless you hold a flame to it. Unless you hold no. And there's an alien infection going around. Yeah. The the Norwegian fucking camp. You, you exactly. never know. What a you good movie. You never though. know, man. What a Watch good movie. the thing. Watch the also, original. Also, the thing. Proteus bacteria causes UTIs and immunocompromised people. So you mean to tell me that the like all time most perfect race, the Aryan race. I- was okay. was like I'm not agreeing, but continue. <laughs> I'm a, uh, strictly hypothetical. Oh, okay. Uh, that they're like, oh, we like we're the most pure, perfect race. And as long typhus, as we don't get typhus, by just typhus. showed up and was like, bitch, try me. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty <laughs> okay. much it. Fuck yeah, I like this. So they have this test, and they had this typhus. whole system that I go typhus. into. Scarier than the Jews to the Nazis. There was actually a lot of propaganda <laughs> that. That they said that the Jews carried spread it. typhus, carried and spread yeah, typhus. Of course, of one course of the most popular propaganda films from that era, popular during the time period, probably now, <laughs> is about <laughs> Jewish people spreading typhus. Twenty-eight Reichs later. Yeah. Oh my god. god Seriously. So Poland, we know what happened in Poland in World War Two, and in post-invasion, the Nazis could just show up to any town or village and say. Bring out your dead, your your you know your young men. Okay, bring out whoever we want, and then they'll just take them and bring them to test them. forced labor camps. Oh, okay, never mind. And mines and quarries, chemical plants, anywhere that they wanted them to, you know, munitions plants and shit. And they were basically forced into slave labor. Every once in a while, they would get like a week or two to go back and visit their family, but they weren't really getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> And then they would have to go back. Here's your week off from being a slave. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Go, go check your family. Hope they didn't starve yeah. to death. <laughs> Don't bring home any money. Yeah. Lord knows yeah. we're not paying you. And, you know, the conditions were terrible. And tons of people starved or worked to death. Like, it was really Jesus. bad. And so that caused an issue because they wanted to make sure people didn't have typhus. So they set up a lot of safeguards to detect these infections somewhat early, early enough to prevent the spread and prevent it from going into these camps. Because if it goes into one of their work camps, it's like, well, shit, they're not going to have enough bullets to shoot at Russia this week if if everybody at the munitions plant is dying of typhus, you know? Yeah. So all the blood samples, if, if a doctor in a village somewhere in Poland had a patient come to them, and it's like, oh, flu-like symptoms, have a fever. We'll draw a little bit of your blood, and then we'll send that sample to the Nazi lab, to the Nazi doctors. So they can, one, clone them, and two, (laughs) test it for typhus. Well, one, it's, they can say, okay, is this positive for typhus? They do that test. Okay, it's positive. Are they Jewish? Yes, shoot them. They're just executed. If they're Polish... They say, okay, quarantine. Stab him. <laughs> they say, quarantine because we'll need you for physical labor later. God. So we kind of want you to survive, but not really. And then they'll send the results by letter. So the turnaround time, depending on where you were in Poland you're and how the war like, was, fucking you're, dead. You, yeah. yeah, you're going to be in a coma by the time the results show God up most damn. of the time. And well, I mean, I'm sure a lot of these, like, 
flu-like symptoms, I'm sure they didn't give a shit. It was probably when people start showing up with body sores. Well, yeah, that becomes an issue. But the flu-like like, symptoms, huh. that was like the, was if they, they have flu-like really symptoms and you're in an occupied area, you have to take that blood sample. Oh, if you don't, you'll okay. be executed. I see. Because they can kind of catch it well, a little me... bit early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what's the difference? You either die of typhus, die for being a Jew, or die as a slave. Yeah, but you can treat typhus. Yeah. Like, it, it's a treatable thing. Like, it's still horrible. You still die being a slave. <laughs> yeah. It's horrible, but they did have treatments that helped. It's fair. But not, not anything as good as nowadays where you just... Get an IV medication. Get only, an IV antibiotics. The only set. problem is that the testing, your results took two to four weeks to arrive, <laughs> and then by the time you got your results, that's when the doctor would order the the medicine, which was roughly on a three to six week schedule. Three six month schedule. Yeah. <laughs> so so if you could, if you had typhus, there was about a one percent chance of survival. In in reality, because they were so afraid of typhus. I'm sure they it was like a week or two shit out of it. It was a it was a week or two turnaround. I just around. like to imagine that they fucked it up. Well, yeah, immensely. But the the protocol was, oh, you get one person who came back positive for typhus, and they're probably not in a good place now because it's been a week or two. Yeah. But now everybody in the village who has those flu like symptoms are all going into quarantine. Yeah. Like they're immediately, all, you are not going to wait for those results to come back. Yeah. Everybody's going in, and then you order that many, and then those results show up. Yeah. Whatever. Um, they were they were proactive about it. Like the that's good. I talk about some doctors where they just do like weekly supplies or oh, monthly okay. supplies where they say this is where all of my medication has and antibiotics and everything. Not antibiotics, but you know all everything has gone. This is who I've treated and everything and what they had. Now I need this much medicine for next month, yeah. and and there was a lot of like paper keeping. Kind of so one thing the Nazis did right, and they documented everything. <laughs> oh, really? I'm gonna them. cut that. I'm Don't, gonna cut that shit. Do not. And you're gonna cut it together to that time I said Jews, <laughs> or something. But yeah, they they documented a, a lot of shit. Yeah. Now we're gonna talk about Eugene Lazowski. Very Polish name. Pause for sip. Impressive. He sounds like a real straight shooter. Yeah, he was born in 1913. Good old Eugene Lez. The Laz. Oh, Lazowski. 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 Okay. Born in 1913. He got his medical degree just before the outbreak of World War II. Ooh. And so he served in the Polish Army as a doctor. Um, after the invasion, he was placed into a POW camp for a while. And he started to work kind of for the resistance groups, and he ended up climbing the wall of the POW camp and stealing a horse cart that was left unattended. Okay. He then returned to his home. They never thought to check for him back at home, <laughs> despite the fact that he was ordering supplies from the Nazi. What? Yeah. He just started practicing medicine back, back at home. He met up with his wife. And his family shipping it to his address. Yeah. What the fuck? And I, I think they were just like, well, he is a doctor. Yeah. He's going to do better to keep our sl future slaves healthy. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, they're also proactively trying to prevent typhus from spreading. Exactly. So I'm sure that in their eyes, I'm like, though this guy isn't where he's supposed to be, he's going to be stopping it from it spreading anyway. Yeah. So he he went back yeah to his home and his wife in Rozvodov. Okay. There's a lot of W's, oh, and this Polish is extremely hard for me to pronounce. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but 
he kind of you know reflect self-reflected as a doctor and he was like i'm going to wage a private war against the nazis i'm going to do everything that i can help as many people as i can as a huge middle finger to the reich okay and he also well, you know he was a doctor he was using nazi supplies that was probably stolen from polish people but he was forbidden to treat any Jewish people. And in the town, there was a Jewish ghetto. So, you know, private war, you're going to start treating those Jewish people for in sure. The ghetto. Uh, interestingly enough, the fence of the ghetto went up against his backyard fence. <laughs> it was that close to his house. Probably chain link, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. There was a, just a big hole in it. No, so they he starts working like a with... a confession booth. Yeah. There's a... There's a, a little sliding door, <laughs> and he starts working with the Polish resistance to provide medical care to the Jewish people in oh, the yeah. ghetto, and their system was, oh, if somebody's really sick and they need a doctor, tie a rag to my fence. He sees the rag, he unties it, throws it away, and then he sneaks into the ghetto that night. Oh, and he provides okay. the care. And he did this night after night after night. So it wasn't even a confession booth. It's literally yeah. just the gate. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> His back gate. He just gate. walks in. He just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. And he starts treating all these people. But then he, he was like, shit. I have to, like, account for all of my supplies. And, like, convince them to still send me more. Yeah. So he realized... He's a thinker. I like this guy. There's a train station also near his house. And he thought, oh, I'm just going to set up a medical stall during the day at the station and just make people up saying, oh, this traveler stopped by and he had a cough, so I used this treatment to cover for the medicine that he was using in the ghetto. He's just writing down like the most... German non-Jewish names. Yeah, Hans. <laughs> yeah, everyone's Himmler. Fucking Hans. <laughs> God. And they and it worked. It worked really well. He lied on the records. They kept sending him more and more supplies because they were like, "Oh, this guy's." I mean, he's wow. treating people on the train. Like, wow. wow, that's a good idea. He's preventing the spread of illnesses across <laughs> the nation. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're fucking supplying the Jews with. With medication and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and they, it, it works. Send him more. Really He's good. so efficient in saving our Nazi troops. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> our slaves and Nazis. And a lot of people would, when they were on leave, they would pass through this town. So he would treat them and he would, you know, say, like, oh, this guy had flu like symptoms. Like, this is how I treated him. Or, like, you know, yeah. early flu, like I told him to go to this doctor or stuff like that. Now we're going to talk about Stanislaw Matulovic. Stanislav Matulovic. Yeah, Stanislav was another doctor in the same town, and they were friends. Okay. They they worked together quite a bit, and they were, you know, before the war, friends, stuff like that. Now, Stanislav... He was a he liked the chemistry a bit more than Eugene. And Stanislav built a secret lab in his backyard of shed. He did. Anyone named Stanislav definitely owns a fucking lab. Oh, or yeah. has the capability of making one. One hundred percent. And um he figured out how to just 
run the Veo Felix test in a shed <laughs> so that he could go into the ghetto, take the blood samples yeah, of the Jewish results, patients, and get the results instantly. There. Oh, he, my God. So so anytime Eugene had, oh, I think this is typhus, yeah, he would drop boom, two, two blood samples. It. He'd get the instant one, send the one to the Nazis. And if, it, if the instant one came back, he knew to quarantine. So they're yeah. quarantining, and their response to typhus was so Immediate, good yeah. that there was just no breakouts. Like, it just wasn't an issue like the Nazis thought it was because <laughs> they were just so good at it. Yeah. Good old Polish efficiency. So Stanislav <laughs> was also did a bit of tinkering, and he discovered, just fucking around, that if he injects somebody with a dead Proteus bacteria, that within a couple of days, their blood sample would turn up positive for the Felix test with having without having typhus at okay, all. Yeah. So it would be a false positive. Yeah, yeah. So but they it's still, it. but they don't. At this time, I would assume they don't really know about false positives. Yeah, it's they just do. Like positive and negative, what the Nazis are looking at. Well, yeah, they, they wouldn't be able to distinguish yeah. it. Yeah, that's not, what I mean. Is they know yeah. about false positives, but they're only looking at positive versus negative instead of false. Exactly, positives. they're not like looking at the bacteria for the structure and trying yeah. to identify gram negative, yeah. gram positive, or none of that shit. It check was just or X. Yeah, it, it turns cloudy and clumps up, or it doesn't. Yeah. So. He goes to Eugene, and together they come up with a plan. They're like, we are so good at controlling typhus here. But that's kind of an issue because if these people— We're working ourselves out of a job. If these No, if these people aren't sick, then they can be taken into the work camps, and yeah. these, you know, all these, the Jewish people in the ghetto are going to be executed, and all this shit's going to happen. So they realize— Quarantine time. They need to play into the Nazis' fear of typhus. Okay. So— an area can be deemed a typhus epidemic area by the Nazis once it reaches a certain case amount. Yeah, it's like 300. Like once it's this many people in this area, then they're going to shut down the area and they're not even going to go there anymore. They're yeah. just going to shut down the area and tell the doctors, good luck, let us know yeah. when it's fixed. Have fun fucking dying. Yeah. And they they gener they don't take people to the work camps because they don't want it to spread to work camps. Yeah. They don't take them to concentration camps because they don't want it to spread in the concentration they just camps. Send them home and they're like fuck off. They just leave. They're they're mostly hands off in the area. Like they'll still travel through it, but they're not going to stop. Still, still a better fucking like quarantine response than half of America. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. Somehow the Nazis did a better job of fucking quarantining than the U.S. That, yeah, did. that I mean, yeah. Oh, no. The, the Nazis quarantined better than the Nazis <laughs> oh, God. 80 yeah. years later. Yeah. <laughs> and so they started to, anytime a non-Jewish patient came in with flu-like symptoms, they began experimental protein stimulation therapy, where in reality, they were just injecting them with this proteus bacteria. Yeah. And then a couple days later, positive, draw the blood and send it off. Yep. And, you know, 90% of the time, because they were so good at controlling typhus, it would just be a flu. Yeah. Or a cold or something like that. And they, oh, let's see. Yeah. So they start secretly injecting people as they come in. And they, they were really careful because they were they were fresh out of school. So they had just studied epidemiology. Yeah. So they knew, oh, it, it, fall and winter... Cases go up, spring and summer, cases go down, 
Like, let's control the spread based on where these people are coming from, because they're set up in this one town, but they're covering and providing care for 11 to 15 villages. Jesus. So they're kind of controlling it where it's one person comes from this village who just has a flu. Yeah. Injects him, gets the sample out, and then in a week, three more people show up because they got the flu from this guy. Yeah. Inject him. Looks like the epidemic is spreading. And they, you know, it's they they never admit to it. I haven't read the original book that this is based on, like, the full thing. But, I mean, it would be pretty easy to take a couple extra blood samples. Yeah. Seriously. Just to kind of control, okay, how many are you going to send out at a time to kind of control those numbers? That was a really big thing that they worked on was mimicking the numbers of a real epidemic and how it would spread. Then they were like, it's going to be dumb if all the positives are just coming from us. Yeah. two doctors so they would inject somebody with the protein you know the fake protein therapy and then send them send to them a to different doctor, doctor. <laughs> and then Hell that yeah. doctor would send it in yeah the doctor's like shit i got a positive shit, that's ta- that's typhus shit and pretty quickly it was it was within a year 11 villages were deemed an epidemic <laughs> by the nazis <laughs> and nice. they just stopped showing up and for a good amount of time Things were going really well until, you know, you kind of have to have it. And until there was an informant uh, in the area who reported to the Nazis that, man, I'm not really seeing a lot of deaths compared to. Yeah, people are like, just walking around looking yeah, fine. Yeah. Nobody's quarantining. What, what's going on? I don't see a lot of a lot of bodies. So the Nazis, like, oh, something's up. We're gonna catch them. Send a team of doctors down to uh-huh. the village. They send the team of doctors, but our two doctors, Eugene and Stanislav, were ready. Yeah. They set up a feast. They got the a <laughs> village <laughs> worth of vodka, <laughs> and they pampered these doctors. Yeah. So that so much so they enjoyed the food and the alcohol and everything so much that they only sent one young doctor to go check out the quarantine ward. Which well, they had filled up with people. Wazowski. <laughs> Filled it no with people oh, with who actual, were sick. Hell yeah, who had the flu? Okay, or colds or shit like that, but were also all people who had been injected. Oh, so okay. the Nazi doctor was already freaked out because that's yeah. they were just taught yeah. to be freaked out. It was a cultural thing that they were terrified of this typhus. So they were like not looking close. It was a dark room, <laughs> and they draw up a bunch of blood samples, take it back. They all come back positive, and the Nazis leave them alone. For nice. pretty much the end of the war. Damn, really? It, yeah, for three years, this was deemed an epidemic zone. And what year did the epidemic like? Start, I, I don't. I don't have say. super specifics, oh, okay. but it was after you know. Yeah. After the fall of Poland, so after 1939. Damn. So it probably was 1940 when they started it. Yeah. So this was like Close to like 43. Yeah, about 44. 43, which shit's happening. Nazis aren't really focused on that yeah, anymore. They're not you really know? looking. Shit's at happening. As much. Yeah. And. They they pretty much got away with it. The zone became a safe haven because they were both working for or with the Polish resistance groups. It became a safe haven for Jewish people. Jewish people traveling would be like, oh, you go to those 11 villages, start doing some work. Nobody will say anything. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Figure it out. Say you have typhus. Big deal. It's estimated that they saved about 8,000 people wow. who would have either died from camps or been executed for being Jewish. Jesus. And nobody knew about this. Until 1976, when Eugene wrote a memoir. And this this was because, you know, after 
the war Poland was under the USSR. He was afraid of saying anything about it. Oh, I see. To yeah. the regime because, well, oh, so you faked an epidemic. You're going to do that again? Yeah. Like, <laughs> so he, he eventually got a scholarship that he was able to travel to the U.S. and get a bunch of U.S. degrees. He became like a professor of pediatrics. Damn. And has hundreds of research papers done related <laughs> to this kind of thing. And yeah, in 76, he wrote a memoir. And then about 10 years later, he wrote a book with Stanislav called oh, My okay. Private War. Yeah. What was it? What was it called? My Private War. Okay. And he he kind of came clean about everything. He said, I, I was not able to fight with a gun or a sword, but I found a way to scare the Germans. Fuck yeah. I love that shit. And yeah, he, he stayed alive until 2006. And he was Good an old him. ass bitch. Dude, I fucking love stories like this. It's so cool. Like, people just, just life hack the shit out of the yeah. Germans. Life hack the Nazis. Save people. I fucking love it. It's, it's really good. I'm here for it. Well, good shit. Yeah. Not bad, oh, bro. Uh, all right, I'm I'm gonna go have a coma. Yeah, but first, read those uh no. Patreon names. Patreon.com forward slash points of pressure. <coughs> We've got the board, Mini D, Toddle Waddle, Nordic Thunder, and Weston. Thank you guys. They're they're the chair people. They appreciate you guys. Uh I uh, I mean I'm I'm willing to assume the chairman. Yeah. At the this chairman. Point. And they they you know they make the decisions, and they get the, the free merch. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, we've got uh, Abby, uh, AJ's third nut, Thomas, Dark Runner, D's Nuts, and Lara Ravo. Thank you guys so much for you know supporting us, letting us keep doing the show. Yeah, we appreciate you. Um, let, letting me buy a 30-pack of Coke Zero, even though that was out of my own money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, if you're interested in subscribing on Patreon, you get an extra episode per month nice little exclusive on there we've got a bunch of sloppy seconds episodes and a few other exclusive items uh aj is working on a series called voices so check us out give it a shot if you can't afford it no worries just listening is greatly greatly appreciated um so yeah and to those of you who do subscribe we really really fucking appreciate it uh as always uh, if you guys ever have any recommendations for movies, TV shows, music, books, articles that you just want to discuss with somebody, uh, fucking anything. Send us memes. I don't give a shit. Show ideas. Send all of that stuff over to us uh, on Instagram. And you can also email us at ppdnaj at gmail.com Instagram at points o pressure and we will catch you fuckers next Monday. <laughs>